0: From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. Inflation and oil. (laughs) Inflation, oil. Yeah, inflation's seen the catch cry of investors in 2021. Uh, Absolutely, it's a global phenomenon. It's everywhere we turn, we see it in different forms. So now we're asking the question as to whether or not this lift in the oil price is yet another log on that fire. And this is... Like this is on top of labour shortages, which, as we've seen, isn't just a New Zealand issue. It's front and centre in the UK as, as well. And this is, of course, a second round effect of you know, the limiting of, the restriction of the movement of people. We've got supply chain issues, shortages of computer chips, all this stuff we talk about. Now we've got these energy, this energy price crunch, which is happening globally as well, and the latest flare-ups in the oil price. Now, a little bit of relief in the last two or three hours, but in the last 24 hours... That oil has smashed through 80 bucks a barrel. It went to $80.75, just under $79 we look at it at the moment. So what's going on? Usual story, Mike, supply and demand, tight supply. and That's the first factor. Second factor, short-term demand is rising faster than even the most optimistic predictions. And in the mix, not helping the short-term Price action. We've got the after effects of Hurricane Ida, which hit the south parts of the US. So that contraind- constrains the supply there. We get uh, the we get the um, you know the supply the supply stockpiles start to reduce, and at the moment that's offsetting supply increases. But Mike, there's something else potentially going on in the background here, and I wouldn't pin the blame on this for the recent spike up in price, but this ongoing theme, and it's assessing the extent to which the movement to a carbon-neutral world is having on investment decision-making. Yeah, so I'm seeing, I can't ignore this, Mike. I'm seeing commentary, I'm seeing reading plenty about how do you manage the continuing short-term investment that's needed to keep the current you know oil fossil fuel dependence system going you sort of maintaining market stability during a global energy transition phase so you're trying to move away from fossil fuel dependency but at the same time you've got to keep the fossil fuels flowing. Now, OPEC meets on October the 4th, uh, but it's not just oil, Mike. You've got this huge surge in the cost of natural gas as well at the moment, which is having all sorts of kind of crazy second round effects. It's affecting the price of CO2 production, Mike if you haven't got CO2, you can't process meat and chickens. So it's not just fuel that's going to be problematic in the next week or two. Not, You don't have bubbles in your beer. Somebody called it a transition cost. This is the cost we're paying to move to the agreement Society, allegedly. Um, so just the three days to get ready for the tax changes, plenty of time then, eh? Uh, yeah, no. Um, so yesterday we got detail on the regulatory changes to the property market. Now, these were originally announced in March. Yes, that's March, Mike. It's now... Almost October. Um, the, this, this was uh, announced because there were real concerns over the rampant price growth in the residential property market. Uh, so I would note that since March there doesn't appear to be much abatement in residential price movement, um, although I do think, as does the central bank, the headwinds for residential property are rising. But you can't help but comment that the changes the signal in March come into effect on the 1st of October. Uh, details announced on the 28th of September. Very challenging time frames for people to react. Well, they can't. But think about people giving advice. Think about lawyers and accountants. But a couple of things for the record what's a new build? A new house. You can now have interest deducted for 20 years from the time of receipt of Code of Compliance Certificate. That deductibility can be transferred from owner to owner. You just need to receive that certificate on or after March 27, 2020. Uh, don't have time to cover all the rest of the detail. One other thing I want to talk about, though, in an unexpected development, Minister Farfoy announced changes to the lease provisions. So these are changes to the Property Law Act. So it basically means that landlords and tenants have to strike deals yeah. on lockdown related rent relief. So a fair proportion of rent has to be paid. But it's really messing with the contract law and it effectively passes the price of lockdown. Gun, uh, you know, to people who have no control over it. Exactly right. Uh, we'll talk mm. with David Parker about it after seven o'clock this morning. Numbers, please. Right, we've got a bit of pressure on US share markets. This is due with a little bit of interest rate pressure as well. So the Dow Jones, 34,322, down 545 points at the moment. So it's about 1.5%. The S&P 500 down just over 2%, so down 94 points, 4384. And it's really hitting the NASDAQ. It's down 2.7%, 405 points, 14,564. The FTSE 100, 7028, down 35 the Nikkei down 56, 30,183. Shanghai Composite gained, actually, gained nineteen three six oh two. The ASX200 got hit 1.47% yesterday, 7275. Uh, so we were down 53 points, 13,174.4%. That whole risk off. Pressure overnight has dropped the Kiwi dollar, 0.6946 against the US, 0.9607 Aussie, 0.5948 Euro, 0.5136 pounds, 77.4 a yen gold, $1,737.30, and Brent crude, uh, $78.94. Have a good one, mate. Catch up tomorrow at Andrew kelleher somebody I read was reading yesterday saying here comes $90 oil.